Welcome to Black Card Rehab, the show where we go from zero to black one episode at a time. My name is Crystal, and I'm joined by my white friend, Paige. Hello. Hi. Hi. On a scale of zero to black, how do you feel today? I'm feeling kind of Al Roker today. Al Roker. Yeah, just okay. roomy khakis and yeah. guessing at what the weather will be. Absolutely. Uh, announcing a flower parade. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you what's happening in your neck of the woods. <laughs> That's awesome. And Crystal, on a scale of zero to African-American, how mm. are you feeling today? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty cornbread. Oh, all right. Yeah, cornbread. Delicious. Yeah. Cr- crumbling goodness. at the touch, you know? Perfect for every meal, both chili and Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. I'm a fan. Uh. Huge cornbread fan. <laughs> Um, and every episode, I bring on a very funny guest to explain something in Black popular culture. And today, I'm happy to welcome this guest. She's super funny. She is Time Out LA's comic to watch. You guys, the very hilarious Kimberly Clark. Welcome. Hello, Crystal. Hi. Hello, Paige. Hello. On a scale of zero to black, how do you feel today? Well done. Like a steak. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's great. No pink showing. Is it? That's, that is how black people <laughs> like their steak. That is a thing. For sure. <laughs> no With raisins in, in, in anything. And, and, and no raisins. <laughs> Although I had some Irish soda bread with raisins. It was pretty good. Okay. Actually. <laughs> it was good. All right. So what are you here to talk to us about? I like this idea for a podcast, first of all. Thank you. <laughs> Very cool. Um, I am not the all-knowing uh, person of black stuff. I mean, any is any of us? There's some people out there that are. <laughs> a professor? Cornell West. Cornell, I know, I was thinking of Cornell West. <laughs> you should have him on the show. I should. That's a three-hour show. <laughs> no, um, I want to talk about gospel music in the black church. Okay, Because yes. um, I'm well-versed in uh-huh. it. I don't know how... If you grew up in the I, church, or... I did grow up in the church. I had a very, I, it's a, it's such a split mm-hmm. uh, experience because, on the one hand, I went to Christian schools from the age of two to eighteen, mm-hmm. but they were all predominantly white. So I had that experience of like music and culture or whatever within the on that side of the Christian experience. And then on Sundays, I would like beg to be taken to my grandmother's church, was which was a black church. Mm-hmm. And neither of these worlds did I fully feel like I fit, I fit in. <laughs> right. <laughs> but obviously, right. yeah, the music. Why did you want to go to your grandmother's church? So my parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so before that, we were going to a very white church. I mean, it, it was like, it, it it was identical to like my school experience. Okay. I mean, it was multicultural in terms of like who was there, but mm-hmm. I would say not so multicultural in terms of what was happening. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> so, sure. For sure. Yeah. So, um, but I just remember the first time going to one of their churches and hearing like, how are they, they they're singing so many different things at different times and how are they <laughs> catching that half beat and then another like whole ha- it was like da 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 like i was like how is it? I, I was the clapping it, it, situation for you oh i caught on really right away but That's it's good. because i my mom it's put innate. me in dance and dance at the age of 2 so Wonderful. yeah she said <laughs> <laughs> It's innate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. My some, mom. There's some black people, though, you can tell that they are not, you know, My they mom's weren't one around of our... it. Yeah, and they clap on the downbeat, and you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> you're 
throwing us off. I lo- yes, exactly. That's so funny. <laughs> what do you do when you see that? Do you just like? Well, you know, everyone kind of understands. You know, clearly, <laughs> you're not. You're not of the culture. <laughs> this aspect of the right, culture, right, 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 let's right. say. But um, you know, and that happened a lot when like white people would come to the church. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that I... was always very entertaining to see <laughs> as a kid. As a kid, of course. I uh, toured with choirs as a child. Nice. And we we would occasionally go to a black church where they would, we'd be part of the service. And so their choir would go up first, Mm -hmm. which is the biggest mistake ever. It's like having your headliner go before your opener. Shut down. Because we would go out there and we're like a good choir, but we're just like a good white kids choir. choir. Yeah. Yeah. We're just like harmony is how. This is Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Um, But my, my parents had black roommates in like college and stuff. So they have great rhythm and taught us to dance. So we'd be okay. But anytime (laughs) other friends' parents were there, it was not okay. Yeah. You're always just like, why did no one teach you to clap? My, my husband can't dance. He has no rhythm. And, and I've tried many times to just be like, no, just on the beat. No. Well, now, now with the surgeons of mega churches too, I noticed coming out to LA, even to like predominantly black mega churches, People will, everyone will clap on the downbeat, I guess, to make everyone feel included. I don't know. But it's <laughs> it's happened in some some songs where I would be clapping. And I'm like, why are we clapping on the downbeat? This is not cool. I was in a super diverse sorority in college. And it was a problem where, like, they would keep people up till midnight just like, on the beat, like God damn you used it! To step, you used to step in your. Sorority? We didn't step, but we had okay. door songs where you would clap in beat as gotcha. you were singing mm-hmm. because you'd have no tracking or audio, and yeah. so you're basically tr- clapping to keep people who can't sing acapella on beat. Mm-hmm. And it was like half of us were diverse, the other half were so white, and so mm-hmm. at a certain point, they would tell the white girls to pretend to clap. <laughs> So they, just, you, they had the <laughs> Millie Vanilli clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they were like, it's better for you to just pretend and for it to be a quieter clap. That's so sad. It was, it was a thing. It was <laughs> pantomime. Yeah. Clapping. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pantomime clapping and then mouth mm. like not actually singing, just mouthing the words. If you couldn't actually sing the oh, harmonies. Oh God. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so funny. It's a struggle. <laughs> like somebody's gonna film this and we're gonna trend for the wrong reasons, Brenda. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at these dumb white bitches clapping on the downbeat. That is hysterical. In the middle of "Build Me Up, Buttercup." Like, how can you not? Uh, yeah. No. That's Mm-mm. so funny. Okay, so and, and like, so you've been going to black churches your whole life. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. My dad's a preacher. Okay. Well, was. He's deceased now. but um, And his dad was a preacher. So mm-hmm. I, like, grew up in the church mm-hmm. environment. So mm-hmm. ask me anything. I'm- <laughs> anything. Anything. Well, do you have, like, in terms of your knowledge of gospel music, like, mm-hmm. do you get, like, deep into, do you follow people, like, their careers, like, their... Well, the current ones now, I mean, I know who's out there, but I can't say that I'm really into it, like, mm-hmm. I because there was a time where that was all I was allowed to listen to. Yeah, okay. So that's why I know a lot, and it's just funny to me to see Kanye's album, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, like, he's not doing anything groundbreaking uh-huh. in it um he referenced yeah. take six in take six yeah, yeah, yeah. what you know about take oh, six girl. look at you 
I grew, uh, I grew up near uh, Oakland. Pay's got Hold blacker, I guess. <laughs> and, and if and anyone not knowing who Tay, Take Six is, they're an acapella gospel group. Mm-hmm. However, they did sing the theme song to Martin. They did. Oh, is it them? That's I Take didn't know Six. That. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. So there's so many, like, the gospel world and gospel artists have been overlapping in the secular music mm-hmm. world forever. Mm-hmm. Like, Man in the Mirror was written, well, co written by Andre Crouch, who's like oh, yeah. Yeah. a popular mm-hmm. gospel singer who mm-hmm. was from Los Angeles. So, um, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Okay. okay. Our church, our church used to scary. sing a song by Mike Cannoli as well. Mike Cannoli, I think mm-hmm. his name is. I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, man. I would have to look it up. But it's he was a, a black gospel singer as well. And mm-hmm. I did not know it was originally by a black gospel singer mm-hmm. until adulthood when I found it on iTunes. Right. Wow. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. We stole this, just mm-hmm. like the country. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Take Six. And um, there was another one that we were super into. The Wymans. The Wymans, uh, Kirk Franklin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kirk Franklin. yeah, everybody knows Kirk Franklin. Yeah. He's pretty, mm-hmm. like, crossed over. But I go way back to, like, the James Brown of gospel is, oh. like, James Cleveland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know who James Cleveland no. is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So James Cleveland, um, let me use a reference here. Okay. So you know the Aretha Franklin movie that came out, the documentary, Uh, Amazing Grace? Mm -hmm. So James Cleveland was the man that played the organ. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's who James Cleveland was. But he's like a well-renowned gospel singer and kind of known as like the, he was a reverend as well. Mm -hmm. My dad loved, loved his music. Yeah. Um, there's James Cleveland and there's Shirley Caesar. Oh yes. So you guys know about the what was it? The challenge, the um, the green beans, potatoes, potatoes, potatoes that's, ram, that's Shirley Caesar. You name, you name it. it. You yes. name it. The you name it challenge. Yes. Paige, you hit that note too. Thank I'm you. scared of Paige. Where'd you get her from? <laughs> We've been comedy friends since like the yeah, beginning. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Where'd you get her from? Are you an alto or soprano? Um, I'm an alto, but I can hit some soprano notes, kind of towards the bottom of the soprano But it's always good to know. You heard how she said that? (laughs) She can sing her ass off. (laughs) So can her sister. My sister is amazing. My sister is a five and a half octave range. She can sing from tenor to upper soprano. Wow. It's nuts. That's amazing. wild. That is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Shirley Caesar. That's funny. You know mm-hmm. who that is. <laughs> um, who was at Aretha's funeral? Uh-huh. Like, she was kind of front and center. I don't mm-hmm. think she sang anything, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Aretha's gospel stuff is amazing. She, yeah, her father was a reverend, and yeah. she started mm-hmm. out. Most of your R&B singers that are really good mm-hmm. started out in gospel. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. Yep. Even the ones in prison. Or the ones about to go <laughs> yeah. to prison. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even R. Kelly. Yeah, R. Yep. Kelly was hardcore gospel mm-hmm. back in the day. For sure. He mm-hmm. was like a huge Winans fan. I mean, you could you could hear all the influences. Mm-hmm. Well, and he came from, there's a school, a music school in Chicago that has turned out like multiple gospel singers over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. R. Kelly's like the most famous. Mm-hmm. But there are like, if you're super into gospel, it's mm-hmm. like a who's who okay. from that one music teacher. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked the Winans um, growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, BB and CC Winans. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, again, another like crossover group. Mm-hmm. What about Yolanda? 
She's all right. I mean, I, yeah. I wasn't like a, she can really sing. She can, like yeah. she's like like the Whitney Houston of God. You know, mm-hmm. she sounds mm-hmm. a lot like her. But yeah, and then the choirs, of course, mm-hmm. I love but choirs. Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond. Yeah, you know, you know your I stuff know some. too. I know you know some. some. <laughs> yeah, so we played Fred Hammond in the house, and then Kirk Franklin. That and was Kirk who Franklin. My mom yeah. knew about the popular ones. Mm-hmm. But I go way, way back because my my parents had me when they were in their forties. So did you sing? Did you, I did you, sing in okay. the choir. Yeah. I sang alto. I wasn't the greatest of singers. I, there's a reason I do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like I have cousins that can really like blow, uh-huh. like seriously, mm-hmm. like make you cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, my dad played the piano. He played. He actually was like a prodigy. So when oh, he was wow. a kid, yeah, he just picked up on you know he could just play by ear. Mm-hmm. Like, he had someone kind of show him things, but he picked up really fast. Mm-hmm. So he played instruments and uh, all my uncles and then my aunts sang. Mm-hmm. And one of my aunts actually played the piano and the organ, too. And did you ever play, too? Yeah. I played the piano a little bit, but I played saxophone, oh, clarinet. Really? But that nice. was more school. Oh, okay. I played the saxophone a little bit in church, uh-huh. but uh-huh. I wasn't, <laughs> like, well-versed like my dad and his brothers. Like, uh-huh. they really... You know, and I have a brother that plays the bass mm-hmm. and a sister that plays piano and, you know. So you listen to the Kanye album? Some of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I haven't listened to it. I listened to the one song, I think it was called Father I Stretch My Hands or something like that. It was, um, there was a video to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was cool and it was just him rhyming. I don't know what he was rhyming about. <laughs> But I mean, it sounded good. Uh, yeah, I, I would it's say it's not terrible. I've heard way better gospel albums and way better Kanye albums. <laughs> True that. But it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, because there's only one mesh together. Yeah. yeah. But what he's doing, the whole like singing gospel lyrics to like Aaliyah songs, yeah. is not. That's like old hat. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like he's doing anything like crazy innovative. Yeah. Like for you, like. What is it that makes a great gospel song? What makes a great gospel song? That's a loaded question. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, that's a weird question for me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's different elements. I mean, some gospel songs are good because of the melody mm-hmm. or just the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. And then there's other gospel songs that are very um, good because of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. What it, like? How would you describe your particular taste in gospel music? My particular taste. Yeah, because it seems like you have ones that you like and ones that you think are like it's not really for you. You know. Um, I like a lot of the old school stuff because I think it's very um, it's nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. You know, just hearing um, just songs that I used to hear as a kid. Mm-hmm. It just kind of brings me back to that time of innocence. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I like a lot of the 90s gospel. And I like Hezekiah like, Walker. Oh. I what heard is that song he jams. Like 20 what, years. What's it, what was one of his popular Is he the one that had the, um, the he song? He a lot that, of songs. The song that um, had the fake endings. What do you mean by fake en- endings? Like, like it, it seems you like You think it's going to end and then it comes back? Yes. Yeah, he does that a lot. <laughs> I've seen Hezekiah. I know people that know him and... Um, know people that have sang with him or their families are intertwined because he's from the New York City area. Okay. 
he he's pretty dope to me. You know, he uses a lot, he has a lot of like hip hop influences too. Like when you listen to his music, it kind of has that new jack swing. It's uh-huh. from that new jack swing era. Yeah. You know, it swings like that when you listen to his uh-huh. stuff, mm-hmm. which I love. But you know Aaron Hall from Guy? Yes, I only he's, know it because my <laughs> Yes. Why do you know it? So my boyfriend is obsessed with Guy. Shut up. My friend's Jewish boyfriend. He's obsessed with it. He lived in France and he was like one of the only like huge fans of Guy there. He like took the album to a t-shirt shop and was like, can you put this picture on a t-shirt for me? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Guy is an awesome group. That he group, loves them. So dope. He knows almost everything about New Jack Swing. He had a radio show called New Jack Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. I like that. But that's the only reason why I know about Aaron Hall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Guy, um, Aaron Hall used to sing with Hezekiah Walker. Oh, There's wow. actually, I just found a, a clip online of him singing, mm-hmm. um, singing a solo with him from like the 80s. It's like nice. way, way back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he used to sing with him. And then you remember the group, um, what was that other Teddy Riley group? Uh God dang it. I am drawing a blank. No. Uh shoot. It's right on the tip of my tongue. They used to sing before I let you go. Oh damn it. Who is that? Um and they used to sing No Diggity. Yeah. Oh, uh, Black Black Street. Black Street. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. senior moments. <laughs> so one of the original singers from Black Street mm-hmm. used to also sing with Hezekiah Walker. Mm-hmm. Um David Hollister. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. When you do, you, are you currently listening to gospel music? Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like everyone's trying to be too. That's the other thing about gospel music too from back in the day. I don't know. Although when you listen to older people from then talk about gospel music, they're like, oh, they're trying to sound like, you know, the new stuff. But now I sound like the old people. Yeah. Like, oh, they're trying. <laughs> like, I don't do gospel rap. Okay. Wait. Mm-mm. <laughs> And there's and that's no dig to gospel rappers. Like if you gospel rap, that's fine. I guess that's kind of what Kanye is doing in essence, uh-huh. but not really. But there's like like real gospel rappers, uh-huh. and that just does not appeal to my ears. It's, it's a very interesting mix. It doesn't appeal to my no, ears. No, would you say gospel rap is is different than Christian rap, or would you yes. say that's the same thing? Sort of. It's sort of. They're all well, in the okay. same game. There's, there's a whole bunch of bad white Christian rap. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> they should be separated. I now did. I'm going to get an education yeah, on that. Because, because gospel rap is still pretty good uh-huh. in comparison. It's just if you like gospel, it's not quite the same. Yeah. It's right. more if you like rap. Uh-huh. Right. You probably enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing this white rapper at a conference that I was at. And I was like, oh, he's like. This guy reminds me of Jason Mraz, but without the pizzazz. Oh, that rhyme. I can't imagine how boring that would be. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. I like me some Jason Mraz, but like, I don't think you can get much blander. Okay, but did you like Stomp? Were you a Stomp fan? I liked Stomp. (laughs) I liked it okay. Uh I wasn't crazy about it, you know. I mean, nothing like puts a damper on your night at the club than hearing Stomp. <laughs> Do they play that at the club? Yes. Oh my God, I was okay, never at the club. Okay, that's another thing too. <laughs> like, 
There are gospel songs that used to play like in clubs. Like Kirk back- Franklin used to play in clubs. I That's remember. What, and Stomp oh was God. Kirk Franklin. Yeah, yeah. And then also, even before Kirk Franklin, okay, you guys know who the Hawkins are? Walter Hawkins? That sounds familiar, but no. Yeah. Mm-mm. That was another, they're from Oakland. I might I'm shocked then. you don't know. <laughs> I probably saw them live and, and have very little remembrance Whoa. of it. <laughs> You're slipping on me, Paige. <laughs> No, there's Walter, there's the Hawkins family, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so they had, you know the song, Oh, Happy Day. Yes. Okay, that's oh, the Hawkins. Okay, so you ready? I do know yes. it. Yeah. So that, that song was okay. by the Hawkins family. Okay. Okay, and that was a crossover song. Like, right. people yes. were doing the bus stop or whatever yeah, off of that. Especially because of Sister Act 2. Right, but yes. when it first came it out, was, like, yeah, that was before on the radio. we were yeah. born, yeah, yeah. that was like on the mm-hmm. radio, mm-hmm. and yeah. people were like, "That's why when Kanye's doing all this stuff, I'm like, Kanye, you come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been there, done that." <laughs> okay, so Stomp. Okay, this is I have I have a story about Kirk Franklin, and I just still don't know what to do with this memory. <laughs> oh God! So I was watching Soul Train once. He was on Soul Train? He was on Soul Train. Oh, now, boy. here's the thing. He was, it was when he had done um, the, what was it? The, um, he sampled the, the I've, been, I've Been Looking For You, you know, that song mm-hmm. that I'm That song has a choir because most of his songs have a choir because yeah. he doesn't sing. He mm-hmm. will like, he, he just directs the choir, over the song. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was on Soul Train performing that song. There was no choir. <gasps> oh no! He was by himself. He was by himself. Whoa! And I was like, I still to, I was sitting there with my jaw in the crowd, like, cause they played the track. I've never seen him without a choir. He either. was running around stage. Don't stop, y'all! Don't stop. Are you talking? I was like, are you talking to the sound guy? Cause some there's no see- <laughs> Some people see him as a sex symbol. Oh, that was a huge what? thing growing up. <laughs> The girls I went to school Not with me. had crushes ah. on Kirk Franklin. Yeah. This was a very real thing. Yeah. No. Yes. People see him as a sex symbol. <laughs> oh, let's talk about the sex symbols of the gospel world. Yes. <laughs> Shall we? Let's do it. Because, okay, there's other types of gospel group. Okay, have you heard of gospel quartets? I'm. I mean, like the ones? like the Blind Boys of Alabama, yeah, people yeah, like yeah. that. Okay, those are like the really old old yeah. school ones. Mm-hmm. But like back in the day, okay, there was like the Mighty Clouds of Joy and right. the Williams Brothers. Uh-huh. Look them up, yes. uh-huh. and they sing like the um, the quartet style singing. It's a lot of harmonizing. It's Kinda a lot like of boys to men. Uh-huh. Yes, like Jesus versions of boys to men. Okay, actually, Casey and JoJo Jodeci, <gasps> yes. they baby, they're baby, steeped baby. out of like that quartet singing so a lot of the stuff you hear Casey doing like all that that is that is quartet singing they do that a lot but there are like I remember these middle aged women at my church (laughs) they used to have crushes on some of these quartet singers and like they would go to these concerts and I don't know if they're in the spirit or trying to well that was the whole thing with Sam Cooke like Sam Cooke was in a group in a quartet group like that <laughs> you're laughing these women like what did they do like, i mean passing out throwing their underwear on the stage well i mean for sam cook yes well sam cook used to sing in churches that's how he started yeah. I, 
No comment. I'm sure he had a lot of women. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. there were there were rumors that him and Aretha were like. Yeah. Well, there's also the mysterious together. way that he allegedly died, where like there was a woman seen with him not long before, and yeah. Uh-huh. You're going to hear a, a lot of sex scandals when oh, it comes yeah. to people in a church because, you know, sexuality and sex is not really talked about in a positive light. And so there's going to be a lot of like irregular stories that you're going to hear <laughs> coming out, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I've seen just... Trapped in the Closet too, so I'm aware. <laughs> and he is <laughs> the mind that came out of. Oof. The The church scenes in that are... There were church scenes. I, I didn't get that far girl, into the series. I have seen <laughs> oh God. every episode. I didn't even know there were church scenes. <laughs> there are. It's. Uh, I think oh you have to get to like episode God. fifteen or something like that. Yeah, stop. But there's a whole set of church characters where it turns out <laughs> that the husband of the wife he was sleeping with is a pastor who's cheating on his wife with his gay lover. Oh my God! And then within their church, they have pimp Lucia who's trying to come to Jesus and stop pimping. He's a very real character and factors heavily into the sequels. Doesn't sound (laughs) far-fetched. But yeah. I mean, look at R. Kelly's life. I know. And and that's the thing is R. Kelly comes from this very Mm gospel-oriented place and he's got weird shit in his closet. There's a lot of stuff going on underneath Mm -hmm. the surface. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised. Wow. Mm -hmm. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, would these women that would be talking about the, the concerts that they're about to go to, like, how would they be talking about them? I mean, you know, it's not, I was a kid. I would just hear them say, oh, you know, I think he's so fine, you know, some dude with a <laughs> jerry like curl his... <laughs> that would like smoke in the parking lot during breaks. It's as close as you can get without technically being vulgar. Mm-hmm. Because Kirk Franklin concerts back home would sell out. Yeah. And it was just a sea of aunties. Mm-hmm. And it's just, but it's just like, yes, he's so holy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because you can't, you know, these same women probably like Jodeci, but they're not going to go to a Jodeci concert uh-huh. and have right. Casey licking his tongue out <laughs> and mm-hmm. taking his shirt off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. talking about you know i want to freak you it's have you seen cl- that video where he like is being carried on some guy's shoulder and then asks for a woman's chicken and he oh eats that it was amazing <laughs> that is amazing did you see him in the bet oh casey gives some great um did he take somebody's wig off it was the mama what? oh he was going through the audience I forgot what he did. Like he touched some woman's head and her wig sloped over. Something <laughs> happened. It was like a BET, um, like a mama Mother's Day thing. Oh, of course it was Mother's Day. There that was, was so my, funny. My favorite video though that I watched a million times is is uh he's singing that whatever that long note is in um all my life. Or uh. He's singing that long note, and in the middle of that note, he passes out on the ground. Mm. And that's not even the best part. The best part is that the security guy comes over to him, and he picks up the microphone out of his hand, and the security guy keeps walking. Oh, my. He just... <laughs> Wait a minute. I was like, oh, he's going to go help him. They didn't oh, collect no, like his body scary. from the no, ground? He was just, just a like, regular Tuesday. Like, yep. <laughs> He was like, let me protect this equipment. We don't have a deposit. <laughs> that is hysterical. 
I went to a throwback concert to see New Edition, and oh, they opened. And weird. these fools forgot the words. No. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I'm watching drunk uncles at a family reunion. It was so sad. That is sad. I was like, come on, y'all. Oh, no. That's a bummer. <laughs> How many songs did they do? I don't even remember. Oh, you just remember They didn't do that sad. many. <laughs> They, they didn't do remember. that many, but I was just like, this is sad. <laughs> Hi, okay, so have you been, I'm I, I'm imagining you have been to a gospel concert before. I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have one that tops all of them? Not really. Mm-hmm. I can't really, who did I see? I've seen Hezekiah Walker something. Oh, this was cool. So, you know, um, Grace Jones is a preacher's daughter, right? Oh, okay. I didn't you know, know that. that. Her brother has a mega church out here. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So... Her parents are from my hometown. Well, they're, they're from Jamaica, mm-hmm. but they settled in Syracuse, New York. So we know the Jones family, mm-hmm. right? So they did this concert. I think it was for like their church anniversary. And they had it at like an auditorium or whatever in Syracuse. And so Hezekiah Walker mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. So that was a good concert. But I think what made it so great was that Grace Jones is there. Mm-hmm. She had on this red hooded I was like, you I know what she was hood. doing. The, you know it was, and I just remember her neck doing this the whole time, and I just could not keep my eyes off of her during that whole concert. She's so striking; like you could pick her out Big in time. any crowd. Big time. <laughs> yes. Just a pr- you should see her documentary. It's very good. Really? Oh, yeah. What is it on? I don't know what it's streaming. It was, was on it Netflix on? for a while. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I have to watch that. I'm yeah. fascinated with her because she's a Bond girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, among other reasons, mm-hmm. but she's was a she a villain? Yes, okay. most Bond girls are villains, okay. which is kind of a weird, yeah, dichotomy patriarchy within the hmm. films. Yeah. Um, <laughs> patriarchy. <laughs> no, I watched this one weird. My my boyfriend showed me this one weird uh, ad that played in France for uh-huh. this car, like, uh, and like in the video, it's like a huge. It's her head, mm-hmm. but then they make the car go into her mouth. Wow. Like she's driving the car and then simultaneously driving into her mouth. Yes, it's wow. wi- it's wild. It was That's the eighties. Oh yeah. Well, she was huge in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, she was. Yeah. She was. So that was yeah. the best concert for me. Mm-hmm. She was there. She still looks amazing now. Mm-hmm. Like you see her now, and it's like you haven't aged a day. And she I can would still watch you hula walk hoop. any mm-hmm. runway. Yes, for sure. <laughs> she hula Wait, hoops. Wait, you say you should go. Hula? She hula hoops during "Slave to the Rhythm" and she um, sings it. And that hoop does not hit the ground. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> I can't do that. I know I can't. Mm-mm. Amazing. I can. I'm sure you can. <laughs> Stop bragging, Crystal. <laughs> Wait, how about you? You've been to a gospel concert? I have not. I've only been to church services that had like yeah. a pop in, uh-huh. which would occasionally happen for uh-huh. like local gospel singers. Yeah. We would occasionally end up at Glad Tidings in uh, like East Hayward. Okay. Kind of on the Oakland border, and uh-huh. we would see people. Uh-huh. Um, but not like a huge gospel because there are huge gospel yeah, concerts yeah, that yeah. we have never been to. My parents have, though. Mm-hmm. For oh, sure. really? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. do you know? I don't know for sure who they saw. It would have been in like the late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've been to a, Do you know Trinity 570? Yes. Yes. I remember they came to our church before they got as big as they got, you know, because uh-huh. they never really. Yeah. But I remember they came to our church. And I was like, who are 
they they're amazing yeah mm-hmm. they're they, like the swv of yeah gospel yeah yeah and yeah never went to uh mary mary concert but i definitely remember when that, that song first came out and like we all fell out mm-hmm. um it was like it's for us um mary mary yes mary mary <laughs> <laughs> i mean they played all a lot of their songs on the radio they had My a lot parents. of crossover I mean, it's more jazz than anything. My parents went to multiple Jubilant Sykes concerts mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. That was like their big thing at Christmas. Uh-huh. What was big, that? So he's the first guy to do that Mary Did You Know song, like uh-huh. that Christmas okay. song. And he, he's he got this like deep bass voice and it's more jazzy than gospel. Mm-hmm. But he's just like solo artist, jazz fancy christian music mm-hmm. and they were all about it for a little while yeah jazz that's so funny. Yeah. Yes, fancy fancy, <laughs> fancy fancy christian music but he's he's the first guy to do the like mary did you know but with like the super deep that yeah. no one else can wow. hit yeah interesting mm-hmm. huh okay well i think we i think we did what we needed to do so i'm gonna ask okay. you some follow-up questions good <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, have you ever uh, revoked anyone's black card? Have I revoked anyone's black? I've revoked my brother's black card <laughs> because he had never seen the color purple, and it was like <laughs> I forgot what year it was. It was in the two thousands. Oh, was this is like, way too late. <laughs> exactly. I was like, you've never seen the color purple. Like, and I understand he's a male, and that's not, like, it's not a positive movie throughout. I mean, but it has a positive <laughs> ending. Uh-huh. You know, I can see him not being interested, but at the same time, it's like you're black. <laughs> and you should see this movie. And I'm quoting this movie all the time around the house. And the fact that you don't understand these references is troubling. Did you see the musical? See, no. that I haven't seen, but I, I totally I have not. Is the musical good? It. It is good. Do you I, see it with Fantasia? I think I did. Yeah. Oh, that's now. If you've never been to a gospel concert, go see Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is related to KC from Jodeci? <laughs> um, and uh, the funny thing is, is that my best friend, <laughs> my Chinese best friend, she's Taiwanese. She uh, she got me these tickets to see The Color Purple, and we went together. But basically, she was like, "What do you want for Christmas?" I was like, "I don't know. Get me something purple." Right. And so she got tickets to this, which is perfect. Right? Yeah, yeah, cool. that's great. But then the best part was, is that right, like two minutes before it was about to start, she turns to me, she goes, so what is this about? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Boy, was she in for a ride. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, in two minutes? <laughs> I just would look at her and be like, just strap yourself in. <laughs> Did you see that video of the cast of The Color Purple singing Purple Rain when oh, Prince died? Oh, yeah. yes. I did see that. that with was, Jennifer Hudson. And then the other girl who I think yeah. is playing Harriet Tubman but was in uh, mm-hmm. Bad Times at the El Royale, mm-hmm. who, if you haven't seen that movie, see it just for her to sing in it. Wow. Because she sings through the whole movie and she's amazing. Wow. Okay. But that was... Like, that made me want to see it even more. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, the music in this is going to be incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that made me well up with tears a little bit. Oh, yeah. Watching that. Mm Mm-hmm. So you don't really listen to gospel music now, but what would you? I if, listen to old. I listen yeah. to old school. If you were like, if you 
were to say to somebody like, if you want to get into it, what would you tell them to start with? If you want to get into gospel music, I would say start with the Winans. I think the Winans is a very, um, they're like the perfect blend to me of like traditional and contemporary. You okay. know what I mean? And their albums kind of span across a lot of genera- uh, I'm saying generations, decades, mm-hmm. generations. I've like they're a thousand years old. <laughs> the Winans have endured since the days of They're old. like dinosaurs that are still alive. Um, any particular album people should start with? I would start with their first album, really. Mm-hmm. I would also, I would direct people to Andre Crouch, too, who okay. actually, like, kind of found the Winans. I think he kind of gave them a start, because I think they sang background for him or mm-hmm. something. It's all connected, kind of like the Stevie Wonder, the Jacksons, the Jacksons sang background for Stevie Wonder, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, It's all like a parallel universe in a way, like yeah. the secular and... uh gospel world or i would say r&b and and uh gospel but um andre crouch too because he did a lot of stuff that was like kanye-esque where it was very like eyebrow raising and people were like this isn't church music this sounds like disco music Uh you know but it's like it's cool. It's funny because I will hear random like gospel songs on KCRW and I'll be like, that's a gospel song uh-huh. that they're playing. But I mean, a lot of it, it's it's funny. Like it sounds like something that you would hear like at the club you could actually dance to. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you just don't listen to new stuff. I listen to some new stuff okay. here and there. There's a couple of new people that mm-hmm. I like. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I kind of listen to everything. Now that the gates have been opened up for me in terms of what I'm allowed to listen to. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Yeah, because I wasn't allowed to like, I did a lot of sneaking, you know, uh-huh. of listening to other music. But what were, what were, do you remember your first things that you like, were like, I love this. I love Prince. Supposed- okay. And of all people. <laughs> Of all people. I was such a, like, I actually preferred Prince over Michael Jackson. Yeah. I was one of those kids. Uh You know, a little freaky kid. (laughs) What can I say? Huge Sheila E. fan. Uh So they were like my. Sheila E. Yeah. They were like my first, like, I love them. I just Mm -hmm. loved everything that they did and um, their music, just everything. Mm -hmm. The image. The um, risque, you know, what him naked on a horse? Yeah, all that that stuff. Like it was just, it was just so like, yeah. It's funny how as a kid you're like attracted to all the effeminate men. Like I, I thought about that. Like, but that's like a child thing. But like in my adulthood, I'm like, I wouldn't deal with a man that. Yeah, presents that way. Yeah, if, if my husband came home in that blouse, we'd have some conversations. Yeah. Maybe. Like I'm not attracted to a man that presents that way. But when I was a kid, like it just felt safe. Maybe because that may be it of may the be a safety thing. woman quality. Yeah, that they will possess. That's true. Some part of me wonders, like you know, what, where, where do people get the drive? You know, to like explore their creativity as far as some people do. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes maybe it comes from like an initial insecurity about like, or, or just knowing I'm not going to look like this. So I better 
invest heavily in yeah. like some other aspect of my right. you know what my mind and my creativity exploit I'm, other yeah. I'm five aspects. foot two yes I better buy a lot of motorcycles and suits yes yeah and that's another <laughs> and thing doves. I'm so glad I never like was I've seen I've been to a couple of Prince concerts like Emancipation mm-hmm. and uh when he did the concerts at um what you call it in Inglewood? Yeah, where he had his residency at the oh Forum. Oh my God. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. was freaking up. Did you go? No. I <laughs> had tickets, got violently <gasps> ill. What? My roommate went. She said he played everything she'd ever wanted to oh hear. My God. She was like, it's so great. You should totally go. We could never get tickets again. And then he passed away before we could oh see him again. $25. I know. <laughs> That's all it cost was twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. and I mean he was playing the hits because for a minute he wasn't even playing because he became Jehovah's yes, Witness. Exactly, yes. He wouldn't sing "Darling Nikki" mm-hmm. or any of you mm-hmm. know the other. He songs. played "Darling Nikki." He when did my all that went. stuff, man. Her name was Nikki, and her mind was blown. <laughs> yeah. So good, three encores. I have been to Paisley Park though. You have. I have. Okay. Since his death, though. Okay. Yeah. It's amazing. If you get the chance to go, 100% go. Right. It's so cool. <laughs> That's it's dope. wild. Because he designed half the museum before wow. his death. Wow. Like, he actively was turning his house into a museum. Mm-hmm. Then he died. And they were like, well, I guess we better finish this. And so you can clearly tell which half, like the museum people made uh-huh. and which have Prince made. <laughs> Prince made, yeah. And you're just like, what did Prince want this to be? This place is so nuts. Right. But it's also, they have so much stuff. He kept everything. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm-hmm. And they tour, you tour all the sound stages mm-hmm. where they filmed like Graffiti Bridge and everything. Wow. And the place where he would have his like secret late night rock sessions where he would just invite people over to his house for pancakes or yeah. basketball or concerts. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's worth every cent that we paid to go. I'm just so glad I never saw him close up. Mm. Mm. Why? Because of, like, I'm just glad. (laughs) Wait, you don't want, like, the mystique to be taken away? Or you feel like you would, like, faint? I don't want the mystique taken away. And, like, you know, I know he was 5'2 and everything. But even on stage, it (laughs) just didn't seem like he was not. Like, you did not think about the height thing yeah. at all. It's yeah. wild when you see his clothes at, at Paisley Park because you're just like, a They're human so fit in those? Dainty. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're like dolls clothes. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. I will say the best, one of the best parts about um, doing Lopez tonight, because I was on there after he made his appearance. And I talked to the woman that did his makeup, and oh my God, I was getting all types of juice. I was like, okay. Can you share it? Tell me. Well, she told me that he drove himself. Okay. And he was driving up. She was like, he was driving a little Cadillac. I was like, okay, like pimps do. (laughs) And um, it was just cool. Like, she was just telling me how he was just really down to Mm -hmm. earth and just really cool and everything. And and I was like, oh, my God. And I got to sit in the same chair he sat in. And I was just like, oh, you know. So that's as close (laughs) as I've gotten to him. But Mm -hmm. I'm just glad I never was like face yeah. to face because mm-hmm. I I don't know I It'd don't be too know real. too much I do know we got to see his purple prowler because he used to drive himself everywhere in Minneapolis as well okay so people would just pull up next to him in traffic and just be like is that 
is that Prince? And then he would drive away. But he insisted on driving himself everywhere. What was a Prowler? It's like a, um, so it looks like a roadster, kind of like a, almost a race car looking. Mm -hmm. All of his cars were purple. Yes. He also had a purple PT Cruiser that he enjoyed quite a bit. But like (laughs) the Prowler was more of like, it looks like a Batman car for Mm -hmm. lack of a better description. Mm -hmm. And he would just pull up next to people in traffic and they would just be like, what? And he'd be like, cleanse yourselves in the waters of Lake (laughs) (laughs) Minnetonka. Prince was a very spiritual man. (laughs) He was. Into the gospel too, in a a sense. Well, dearly beloved. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We are gathered here today. <laughs> this has been such a fun episode. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks on. for having me. Yeah. And everybody, thank you for listening. We'll be black next time. Bye.